This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily, Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following the podcast, and so much to talk about this week. Obviously, we're a week away from the Eagles and the Chiefs. Gigantic game in the NFL next Monday night. So much hot stove stuff going on with the Phillies and the whole Mike Trout conversation having the show on Friday. But this morning, on top of my mind, along with you know the hierarchy of the NFC and the Eagles, is is really the special, special start to the season for the Sixers. And for Tyrese Mack. And before we go any further, Kelly Oubre, just such an awful thing that happened over the weekend. Struck by the car. So glad to hear that he is in stable condition. And it sounds like he's going to be back, you know, probably sooner than any of us thought when when we heard the news. So, But it's just awful. I mean, just just a sad situation. And, and obviously his life flashed for his eyes and everyone's eyes. I mean, that just you hear that, you're like, oh, my goodness gracious. So just glad to hear that Kelly Oubre is on the mend. Wish him all the best. Obviously praying for the uh, a good outcome in his recovery here. So he gets back on the court and, and does what he does best and uh, and helps this basketball team. And as far as the team, 8-1, and one, but the number one player right now to talk about isn't the guy that won the MVP last year. It's Tyrese Maxey. And watching Maxey last night against the Pacers drop 50 points, 50 points, was what I thought about watching, similar kind of feeling to watching Jalen Hurts against the Minnesota Vikings in week two last year. The leap has been taken, officially. Like, oh man, this is something that we never saw before, something that a lot of us probably doubted he ever could be. Regardless of how big of a Maxi fan you are, and I like Maxi. I've liked him really since I saw him at Kentucky, and I was excited when they drafted him. But I, I feel like I've been a little bit more tepid than everybody else in my excitement of where he is in the hierarchy of the NBA. Is he a good player? Obviously. You know, last year, was he a top 50 player? Yeah, but I, you know, I didn't put him in the status of top 25 players, anything like that. So far this year, 
you can make now the case he's been a top 10 player in the league. I mean, that, that's how good Tyrese Maxey has been. Doing something last night, no Sixers guards on since Allen Iverson. I'm going to do it at the age he did it. It's remarkable. I mean, you wake up this morning, Tyrese Maxey is top 10 in assists per game, in scoring, in PER, in efficiency rating, in assist-to-turnover ratio, which is pretty incredible considering this is his first time being the lead guard, the point guard, you know, in a, with a new coach, a new system, and he's playing it with grace, he's playing it with calm, and he's playing with a killer mentality. And to drop the 50 last night on the Pacers was just so... It was so refreshing because what this guy has done now is he's changed the future and the present of the Sixers. This is all different now because of what Tyrese Maxey is doing. All different. And, you know, when the season started, I think we all wondered, all right, what, what, what is this team? I thought it was a dead team walking. So far, I've been dead wrong on that. They have proven me wrong. I like Nick Nurse, and I thought he'd make a positive impact, but I, I almost underestimated the impact he could have and the rise of Maxey. So they're not a dead team walking. They're clearly a good basketball team. Now, we'll, we'll see how great they are and, and if they could sustain any sort of level like this and, and actually be a title contender. But, but here's what it's done. It's changed the future of the Sixers from two perspectives. Number one, for the present. Let's just start here now, this season, 8-1. and one. I, I think it has changed how Daryl Morey has to go about adding to this basketball team, using what he just got in that trade with James Harden going to the Clippers. Okay, I, I think three, four weeks ago it would have been, you have to get another star, you have to get another star, you have to get a guy who could potentially be the number two option if Maxie's not ready for that. Well, Maxie looks certainly ready to be a number two option. So now you have to find the right complementary star with the assumption that this thing is going to sustain and 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 work for, for you know years moving forward. And, you know, I, I think about is there a possibility here, although it'd be small, is there a possibility that Maxi and Embiid could become the Eastern Conference version of Jokic and Murray? There is that possibility. If Joel raises his game in the playoffs and Maxi stays on this trajectory, yeah, they, they could become that. So what did what did the Nuggets do? They found the right complementary pieces. They found their Michael Porter in the draft. They found their Aaron Gordon you know, from the Orlando Magic. That's what the Sixers have to do now. They have to find that piece to go along with these two guys. So that you could, I mean, I, I would think just based on the, the comp, that's a wing. They have to find their wing to go with these guys. Is it OG up in Toronto? Is it Pascal up in Toronto? Is it a player we're not talking about? I, I don't know. I don't think it's Zach Levine. I, I, I don't, because that's a ball-dominant kind of player who scores a lot of points. That's not what what the Nuggets had. They let that basketball team run through Jokic and run through Murray, and they were very successful. That That's what Daryl Morey has to do now. He has to find a way to make the correct trade. Not a trade. He has to find a way to make the correct trade. The other thing it does, and I know it's a very excited and you know joyous kind of day for Tyrese Maxey, but it also changes the way I view, down the line, how the Sixers should approach a potential Joel Embiid fallout. I'm, I'm still not, you know, at 8-1, and one, it's only nine games, I'm not ready to say all that smoke coming out of New York, all those rumors are dying. You know, there's something there's something to that. Is Joel going to want to be here if they get knocked down in the second round again? I, I don't know. First round again, or first round, and he gets the blame for it. I don't know what Joel Embiid's going to, what his future is. I really don't. I mean, you could hope and pray it's here in Philadelphia. I don't know that to be the case right now. So, you know, in the summer, I said the Sixers should blow this thing up and only keep Maxi. Like I would, I would tear the whole thing to the studs and keep Maxi. 
Now, my position has to change. I'd keep Maxie. I mean, I, I want Tyrese Maxie on this team. But if the day comes, let's say next summer, where Joel says, you know what, I'm done. I want to go somewhere else. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm reaching my Lillard moment. I want to go somewhere else, try to win a championship, put a team that's a little more loaded and ready to go and all that kind of stuff. Well, if that's the case, what what now becomes the conversation, What as as I record this thing, uh, on my on 95, on my way in a WIP, um, and you heard the beep of the car there, as, as I assess the situation for the Sixers, and I assess where they're at, and, and how they go moving forward. If Joel, in the next year or so, ass out, it's changing what I want back for Joel Embiid. I'm not strictly now seeking draft picks and a long-term rebuild, because I got something here in Tyrese Max that, that's right now, again, playing like a top-ten player in the league. So I'm looking more to either get back a player that could help, players that could help, or I'm looking to make a three-way trade. So yeah, you give me your picks, Knicks or whoever, and I'll take those picks and immediately swap them for another comparable star to Joel Embiid. At least a top 15 or 20 player in the league that I've got myself a chance to go play some games with and win with as Maxi grows. So it changes it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It, it goes from if, if you know, break glass in case of emergency. If that emergency happens, I'm breaking a different kind of glass now. I'm breaking the more let's try to keep this thing going with Tyrese Maxey and Nick Nurse rather than you know we'll get back to you in three years. Hopefully we find our next Webinyama. Like that. That's it's a different it's a different thing now. The other thing that is is so clear, without question at this point, is the extension for Tyrese Maxey. You know he waited, and the Sixers waited, and. You could say all you want. It was about flexibility. I don't believe it. I believe the Sixers would have included Tyrese Maxey in a deal for Dame Lord if they could have. They didn't do it, um, you know, and they made the right decision. But that's really why they didn't resign him in the summer. Let's be real. You know, I don't think it was going to be a question of if he was going to get a, an extension from the Sixers. It was a matter of when they want to maintain flexibility and all that kind of stuff. That's wonderful. But they they wanted to see if they could trade him for for Lillard. I, I believe that they couldn't do it. But now it's just a matter of, of when, not if, he gets the long-term extension from the Sixers. So, that, so that's also, you know, now totally, you know, I, I'd say it's locked in, barring a significant injury to Maxi this year, it is locked in. Now, the last thing I want to hit on in this episode, and, and, one, and before we go any further, I just, want to, I just want to say this out loud for myself and for what, every one of you, just to kind of put into perspective here what he's doing. So I mentioned he's top ten in all those all those marks, you know, assist to turnover ratio, you know, efficiency rating, PER, scoring, assist per game, all that kind of stuff. Great, great numbers. But how about this? Just like let's go back to the raw numbers, not not even efficiency rating, just raw numbers that we can all relate to with other guards, both past and present. Okay, Maxi so far this season through nine games has averaged twenty eight point six points per game. He's averaging seven point two assists per game. He's averaging 5.4 rebounds. He's at, he has a 28-7-5 line for the season. Okay, He is shooting this season 50.5% from the field, 43.1% from three, and 
100% from the line. A 50-40-90 season. That's Steph Curry kind of stuff right there. That is young Steph Curry kind of numbers. Just one turnover per game. And he is doing this, shooting eight threes per contest. I mean, this is young Steph Curry kind of numbers. I mean, I saw some people confident of Dallin Iverson, but Dallin Iverson didn't play like this. Dallin Iverson never shot this many threes per game. Obviously, the game has changed. But, and you might like his, his, you know, you might want to compare his attitude and his size and all that kind of stuff and his, his guts to Allen Iverson. He didn't play like Allen. You know, he's playing more like the modern guard, the, the Steph Curry kind of guard in the NBA today. It's, it's remarkable to watch. And he's doing it at a super high level. The reason I, I compared it to Jalen Hurts when, when this episode began is because the, the, the improvement, the rapid improvement is Hurts-like. You know, you go back to Tyrese Maxey's rookie year, I think we all saw something and we all realized, you know, this is a good draft pick. Considering they, you know, give him the lottery and he's, you know, he's in the 20s, it's not a high pick. You rarely find star kind of players there. You find good players there. You find some role players there, rotation guys. You're not going to find, you know, a top 15 player in the league often below the 20th pick or below the lottery. It's just, it's rare. I mean, it happens once in a while, but it is rare. And, and I think we realized right away this was going to be a good draft pick, even if it wasn't going to be one of the greatest in Sixers history, it was going to be a good draft pick. And I felt that pretty early on with Jalen Hurts. It was going to be a good draft pick, and he was, you know, he's worth a second-round pick, and he's a starting quarterback, and he led him to the playoffs. But it wasn't like, oh, wow, until the Vikings game in his in last year, right? 2022 so game two. It's like, oh, my goodness, he's an MVP candidate. Oh, my goodness, this, this is the greatest draft pick Harry Rosen's ever made because they just, the franchise just changed. This just changed the franchise. They have a cost-controlled star quarterback, but they got in the second round. That changes your franchise for years to come. And Tyrese Maxey has done that for the Sixers because of his improvement. And the one thing I'll go back to with each of them, when we first watched Jalen Hurts play, there was guts, there was toughness, there was running ability, there was smarts, there was, I thought, accuracy when he could set his feet. And when he was on point, he was very on point. I always said that. Like, when he throws an accurate ball, it's not just kind of accurate. It is dead on in the guy's hands accurate. But he would miss. And his completion percentage in his first year was 53%, which is is brutal. And then it went up over a little over 60. But then, you know, obviously the leap last year and, and we continue this year. And I, I comp that to Tyrese Maxey's shooting ability, his three-point shooting ability. He did not shoot the ball well as a rookie. He did not shoot a three-point shot well as a rookie compared to the NBA. He just didn't. He didn't look like he had a natural three-point shot. And the way he's worked on it and worked on it and worked on it and now has become one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA, it reminds me of Jalen Hurts. Working on it, working on it, working on it, becoming one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. Jalen Hurts becoming one of the most accurate deep ball throwers back-to-back years in the NFL. There is something about these two guys that they were not drafted to be the franchise. They were not looked to be the franchise. Yet, also ironically, both of them share this trait, they came from factories that produce stars. Yet they weren't thought to be the star. They actually were thought to be the outlier of their programs. Yeah, like, oh yeah, Jalen Hurts comes from Alabama and then he went to go play for Lincoln Riley where, you know, all these other stars go. Alabama has all the best players in the NFL and Look at Riley puts all these quarterbacks in. Yeah, but Hurts isn't really like those guys. He's he's not going to be that good. Maxie, he goes to guard university, right? I mean, think about all the great guards in the NBA that have come from John Calipari in Kentucky. Yeah, but like he's not going to be like those guys. And they are. I mean, they, both of them are what their pedigree said they were, which is 
hard workers from top programs. You know, sometimes we overcomplicate things in sports. We go, we, we think too much about this. It's, it's really, in retrospect, more of a surprise that the rest of the league, both the NFL and the NBA, the leagues, passed on Hertz and Maxi as many times as they did in those respective drafts. I mean, Hertz 52 times and Maxi you know, 20 times. Those teams passed on him. They could have had either of those guys way higher, and it's still in a reasonable spot. I mean, no one said Maxi should have been a top five player, though I guess you look back in that draft, maybe he should have been. But, like, that wasn't the conversation. But could he have been a back-of-the-lottery player? Obviously he should have been. Could should Jalen Hurts have been a first-round pick instead of Jordan Love? Well, clearly. I mean, there's no question about that now, watching the two players play in, the, in their league. So they remind me of each other, their work ethic, how their teammates love them, their drive, their rise, and both of them, out of nowhere, have changed the entire trajectory of their franchises. Entire trajectory. And it was different immediately when we watched Hurts play against Minnesota. And it's different now. Watching Maxi drop 50 against the Indiana Pacers. He's different. He's taking a leap. He's playing a top 10 guy in the league. And you pair that with Joel Embiid now. And Joel can figure out what he wants to do in the future. But they've got something they can build around here and build the right kind of team to go and try to compete for a championship. It is exciting watching Tyrese Maxi play basketball. What a draft pick. What a rise. What a work ethic. And right now, what a player. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following WIP Daily. We'll talk soon.